Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your call to worship. Today is the fifth Saturday of September, September 30th, 2023. Greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. We seek to serve targeted and treasured individuals in North America and around the world. To our regular members, our new listeners and guests, thank you for spending a portion of your Saturday with us. Your presence is very important to us, and thank you for coming. We pray that something that is said or done today will encourage you. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and God will exalt you. Remember, God is fighting your battles, arranging things in your favor, making a way even when we don't see it. Our serving team today is Brother Bob Pierce, our Zoom moderator, Sister Sharon Taylor, our minister of music, Sister Cassandra Williams will offer the altar prayer, Minister Rochelle Jones will deliver the preached word, and Sister Greta Ayers will offer the invitation to discipleship. And I, Carolyn Cunningham, will serve as your worship leader. We ask all of you on this call to pray in your daily prayers for Refuge from the Storm church members, the worldwide church, our families and friends, TIs around the world, advocacy and activist groups, the loved ones of those who've died from targeting, Pray for all government officials to be moved by the Holy Spirit to discern the will of God. Do it and not do their will. Please pray for world peace, the worldwide climate crisis, all refugees, particularly Haitian and African, who have suffered extreme abuses in their respective countries. Pray for all victims of gun violence, stabbings, and all violence and their families. Pray for all children, especially the missing and trafficked. Pray for TIs who have had their children taken away unjustly by an unjust court system. Pray for the unhoused, both targeted and untargeted, to obtain housing that will help them to have peace without satanic frequencies harming them. Thank you for your attention. Now let us listen to a our opening praise and worship song. After that, I will lead you at the rest of the service. As a friendly reminder, please mute your phone if there's any background noise where you are by pressing star six and be blessed. My God, my God, my God, what a song. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good afternoon to some and good evening to some from Compton, California. I'm Minister Rochelle. And by the guidance and leading of the Holy Spirit, I will present the word for today. I want to thank Sister Cassandra for that powerful prayer. 
I want to thank all the songs that were picked out. Oh, my God, today. This is how I fight my battles. Oh, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Oh, and the song that just finished. Oh, my God, his word, his word. You speak the word to the raging winds. Oh, my God. And the winds will cease from troubling. Thank you, Jesus. How can anybody not believe in God after all of this? Praise the Lord. I thank God for another opportunity to stand before you in the spirit. And I thank God for moving on Pastor Black's heart to form a church without walls that's reaching throughout the world. Amen. Refuge from the storm. I'm sure many, many have been blessed over the years. And there are many, many more to come with the leading of the Holy Spirit. God bless all of you on the line today. And I pray you would be encouraged, enlightened, and empowered through the word that is spoken today. God truly has put in my heart a message for you. And I pray your blessings through this message because it has truly blessed me over the years. And I pray the same for you. Ooh, praise God. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory and honor, Father. Open our hearts to receive your word. Build it up. Lord, anoint and use me for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. I will start with, after reading Genesis 21, which refers to Sarah, Abraham, Hagar, Isaac, and Ishmael. Isaac and Ishmael, as you know, were the two sons of Abraham. We know the story about the maidservant Hagar, who was given to Abraham to be his wife by Sarah. He and Hagar, in chapter 16, conceived a son, Ishmael. After that, let's just fast forward 14 years. When Ishmael was 14, Sarah conceived and bore Isaac. Around the age of two or three, Isaac was weaned, and Abraham gave a great feast, at which time Ishmael started mocking Isaac. And that's when Sarah told Abraham to get rid of the slave and her son. After which I'm going to read Genesis 21, 11 through 14. After which this matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, do not be so distressed about the boy and your maidservant. Listen 
to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring, your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the maidservant into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then set her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. This brings me to the message that God gave me for today, for today, which is the sacrifice of praise. It took a sacrifice for Abraham to do what God said. It's a sacrifice. Can you imagine Abraham's thoughts as he was walking Hagar? and Ishmael out to the desert. Can you imagine his feelings, his pain? This was his son who has grown up well into his teens. Some writer says he was between 16 and 17 years old. But see, God had a plan. Abraham had to do what God told him to do. This was heartbreaking to Abraham, but he had to do what God told him to do. When God, when, when Abraham followed God's instructions and was obedient, Abraham performed a praise before God through his sacrifice and obedience. A well-known pastor named Jensen Franklin said when he was a young boy, there weren't many toys that they could play with. They didn't have Nintendos, Playstations. They didn't have even social media or Facebook to keep them occupied. But his toys were simple and he had to have a great imagination to enjoy the toys that were given to him. He said he remembered one toy, which was a handheld magnifying glass. And he said this was the best gift he got when he was young. He got such great enjoyment when he would line it up just right with the sun and amazing how the rays would go through that magnifying glass and burn a hole in a sheet of paper or whatever he would use, it would burn a hole. The main thing he enjoyed, he said, was when he would hold the magnifying glass up to anything, he would see all aspects of the object 
that he couldn't see with the natural eye. He said magnifying the object didn't make the object any bigger, but it greatly enlarged his view. It enlarged his view, allowing him to see details that were hidden from the natural eye. Amazing, magnifying, that magnifying glass. You look at anything and you will see details of whatever you look at that was hidden from the natural eye. So to our natural eyes, our enemy and circumstances may seem to be so big and powerful because we see and feel with the natural eye and our feelings. Now, when we praise and worship, we are magnifying God. We are allowing ourselves to enter into a realm where we see the details of God and experience what we normally don't see or feel in our natural. That scenario of the magnifying glass also referred in Psalm 34. But uh, before I go into Psalm 34, I like to bring a point out of what the magnifying glass did and how the pastor, Genzel, used it as a theory for us. He says, when we worship, we magnify God's presence. And when we magnify God's presence, we reduce the size and power of anything and everything around us. This is how we fight our battles. So when we worship God, when we magnify the Lord, our spirit enters into a realm where God becomes bigger and our circumstances become less powerful, less, less to our eyes, less because we see a big and a mighty God, what God can do. Oh my God, Jehoshaphat, while under attack, sent his praisers out first ahead of his army. And it was through the praise and the magnifying of God that the army won their battle and was delivered from the enemies. This is how we fight our battles. Praise is what we do. Hallelujah. As we praise and worship, we are magnifying our God. 
and reducing the size of the enemy. Can you imagine when an enemy approach you and all you'd say is hallelujah, glory. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. They'll think something's wrong with you. I'm remembering what David did when the Abimelech army was coming to approach him and take him to the king and present him to be a part of their army. David played like a wild man. He played like he had lost his mind and started scratching on the walls. Huh. And that's when the king said, why would you bring a madman to my army? David was freed. He was set free. See, God will use foolish things to conform the wise. God will use foolish things. And with us praising the Lord, hallelujah, that's foolish to the world. But that's powerful to us because he would make our enemies smaller before us. Praise God. David was running from Saul out of fear in Psalm 34, one and three. And that's when David said, I will bless the Lord and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. You jump down to the third uh, verse. That's when he said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And this is all we need. Oh my God. We must worship, praise, magnify the Lord. Bless him at all times. Let his praises continually be in our mouths. Oh, taste and see, the Bible says, for he is good. Sacrifice of praise. Paul said in Corinthians 2.14, things are not going to be easy all the time. Also, he said, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because we have overcome this world. Praise is what we do. When we get a pain that strikes us, I dare you to worship. I dare, I dare you to call out his name. Magnify the Lord, glorify the Lord, and he will answer and show you great and mighty things. Things are not going to be easy all the time, but we have a God that can get us through with the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. Praise is a worship. There is a worship also 
where you spend time with the Lord. There's a praise where we praise in a dance, in a timbrel, how we lift our hands and we glorify the Lord. We magnify the Lord. We lift him up. We tell him how good he is to us. That's a praise. That's a praise. There is a difference between, I want to take you to a little teach moment here. There is a difference between praise and worship. Praise is about worship is to God. I'm going to say that again. Praise is about God. Oh God, you are magnificent. You are El Shaddai. You are the beginning. You are the ending. That's a praise. But a worship is when you are bowing down and worshiping. You are entering in. Praise and worship. You hear that a lot. Praise and worship. You want to praise him. And then you want to take it to a higher praise, which is a worship. You've seen in churches where they open up with praise, with with timbrels, with loud sounding music. But then worship is when you enter in. Praise can be done corporately. Worship is individually. Praise, you can run around like David did in a dance. But, but worship is when you are actually entering into the throne room where you have that personal relationship. You're talking to the father. You're talking to him about what the perp said, what the perp did. You're telling him everything. You're talking to him as if you are, and you are right in his presence. That's worshiping him. That's worshiping where you have that one-on-one -on -one with your father. Praise is boldly declaring. Worship is humbly bowing in the presence of our holy God. You can't do one without the other. Make sure you praise because that's where our victory is. Make sure you do above that and worship because that's where your strength lies. You get built up. You get encouraged. You become enlightened. You learn how to walk in the spirit. You learn to listen and hear his voice. Because he said, Jesus will lead you and a stranger's voice. You will not take heed to. 
my God, my God, my God. Worship is an individual praise to the Father. Praise also applaud, applauses or applauds, I'm sorry, what God has done. But worship is honoring who God is. Worship is a higher praise. Worship is a higher praise. But we get the victory. We build ourselves up. We praise him. We give him all his glory. As we magnify him, he rises big. And our circumstances become smaller. Keep going. The enemy wants to inflict. He wants to isolate. He wants to tear down. He wants to divide and conquer. Stay with your brothers and sisters. Stay with your brothers, everybody's not a perp. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you. This is why we praise and we worship. So we will know the voice of the Lord. Someone that could easily be used by God in your life. My God. If we listen to the wrong voice, we will hear the wrong thing. This is why we praise. This is why we worship. So we will know the voice of the Lord. In the praise, you're praising God. You're lifting him up. You're magnifying him in the worship. You're honoring him. You're giving him opportunity and time to speak to your spirit. You're still, you will hear his voice. But with all the clanging and all the loud noises, it'll make you emotional to praise, to praise, to give him glory. But there comes a time where you must worship, be still, and know that he's God. Be still and see his salvation in worship, in worship, in worship. Hallelujah. We must keep going. God will cause us to triumph. In Christ Jesus, Job said, all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. Job praised. Job worshiped. He communed. He listened. He did what God said. He was obedient. He walked before God. In the name of Jesus, he did what he had to do. 
Oh my God, that's what I say about us. In the name of Jesus, we do what we are supposed to do. And God will, will take care of us. He will fight our, our battles. Fears, anxieties. We have been pushed into financial burden. Our bodies daily wrecked with pain. We're tormented. We're worn out, worn down. All these things appear big. All these things cause us to feel that there's no way out. But as we offer up a sacrifice of praise, hallelujah, hallelujah, the Father will praise and the size and the power of our enemy will be gone. We can praise him that the battle that are in court, the lawsuits, hallelujah, glory, 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 in Jesus' name, will win. Hallelujah. We can cry out to the Lord in the middle of the night when the enemy wants to rob you of your rest and peace. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to worship him. I dare you to give your all in all to him. Oh, in the name of Jesus, you will rest and sleep like a baby. I know I'm not just presenting this to you because I know you've heard it. I'm just refreshing you to encourage and to enlighten that all we can do, praise, let's worship. And the enemy will decrease. Our circumstances will change. We will see out of our spiritual eye, the bigger things as we magnify. Our view will enlarge the spiritual realm as we magnify our Father. I'm gonna end right here. I pray that you are encouraged as I'm encouraged. I can remember when I worked with all those demons and spirits all around me. And every day they multiplied. They even got bigger. They even got more. They even sound louder. But when I would be at my weakest point, I would run to the bathroom, throw myself on the floor. And I can remember crying out to the Lord until I start thanking him, until I feel strengthened and empowered and I would return and let the Lord fight my battle as I held my peace. My Lord, 
The enemy wants to get you out of character. He wants to have a reason to show the world things about you that are lies. But we're better than that because we have a father who will change all manner of evil and work it out for our good. What did he say? He will set a table in the presence of our enemies. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Praise and worship. Sacrifice of praise. Father God, I thank you. And I give you glory. I honor you. I magnify you, Lord. Woo, I, I, I pray, Father, that this word penetrated the hearts and minds of those who are listening. Father, I pray that they're empowered and strengthened and know that there is nothing too hard for you. Knowing that we win we're not losers, we're winners because we are praisers. When we don't feel like praising, we will offer up that sacrifice of praise. In the name of Jesus, bless the angel of this church, Dr. Black. Bless all the workers that are working so diligently to pull this plan together. Father, I praise you, I magnify you, I glorify you, and I thank you for another day and opportunity to spread your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.